this is the in focus podcast from the hindu welcome to the in focus podcast my name is kanishka balachandran and i am your host for today we look at sport for a change turning to the ipl auction that will be held on feb 18th in chennai we just wrapped up an ipl season a few months ago that was held in the uae and the next edition is already upon us in the form of their annual auction thursday's auction is a mini auction just like last year's teams will use this to fine tune their squads and fill gaps over the last few weeks teams have either released certain players traded in players and some players have retired too thereby creating vacancies now out of the 1000 odd players who had registered for the auctions this year only 292 of those have made the final list these 292 players will be competing for just 61 available slots across all eight franchises the competition among the overseas players is even tighter with only a maximum of 22 slots available now to discuss the auction dynamics and what we could expect to unfold on thursday i am joined by our special guest amol karatkar the hindu's senior sports reporter who tracks indian cricket and the bcci closely amol welcome back to the in focus podcast thank you kanishka always a pleasure so amol let's start with certain key factors all teams would have to would have considered while planning for the auction now the ipl this year in all probability will be held in india as usual in april may possibly in a limited number of venues to cut travel due to the covid-19 pandemic but that is yet to be confirmed secondly the next season that is next year the ipl will have two new teams which means we will have a mega auction where all players will go back into the pool how do you see the team strategizing for tomorrow will it be short term requirements or will there be long term planning i think uh, it it would vary from team to team it would be a mix of both if we uh, end up discussing the aftermath of ipl auction but just to begin with like you said a pertinent question where is the ipl going to be played at and what yes. i am hearing is all the teams before they sit down for the bidding war at 3 pm in chennai on 18th they'll see clarity from the board because last year we saw uh, because of the pandemic because of uncontrollable situations uh, it had to be moved the venue had to be changed and it resulted in some of the teams like chennai super kings suffering a great deal because you had composed your you had got your team in place assuming the ipl will be played in india in april may when the venue and conditions changed everything else is impacted we saw that happening last year they none of the teams want something like it repeated this time around so they will obviously seek clarity and assurance from the bcci with regard to venue and so far the dates haven't been announced so tentative dates are like april second weekend till may last week sunday or june early uh, something like that they'll seek clarity and like you said the uh, the uh, the dynamics of this auction also have the next season in mind so for instance i think Royal Challengers Bangalore they have released a sea of players despite having an odd good season last time around right mm-hmm. and i think they want to try out some of the newbies with an eye on going for them in the next year's auction something that that might happen 
whereas someone like sunrisers hyderabad are going to be all but silent spectators this time around they have just three slots available they are they are sorted with their combination they might look at one odd pace bowler as an, a genuine out and out quick bowler if at all they want to spend some money if they want to sit happily with the money that they have in their kitty nobody is going to complain in their camp as well so i think it depends sure. on the uh, what the team requirements are and that is why pre- predominantly i feel it is going to be a three team auction tomorrow which is like uh, uh, kings 11 punjab oops sorry punjab kings that's their new name yes so punjab kings rajasthan royals and royal challengers bangalore would be would be in action the most of the times uh, come thursday i feel okay um the other thing is about the conditions now we've had a truncated domestic season this year with no ranji trophy for the first time ever now what this means is that the pitches would have less wear and tear as usually happens by april may now would this make um spinners less effective or would teams look to pick more batsmen assuming the pitches are fresher and more batsman friendly or the flip side is kanishka since you and i have been watching cricket for a while the flip side could be would the pitches be actually ready assuming the ipl is played at limited venues in india so number one question is whether the pitches will be ready and if you restrict ipl to three or four venues three or four stadia in india in april and may will the pitches last for two months can they actually bear that heat with the excess number of games okay so all these things are going to be extremely tricky and that is why i feel five of the eight teams have played it safe most of them have their uh, core ready their starting 11 ready and they just have to fill in gaps here and there we'll get down to more specific more specifically about uh, the teams that you brought up uh, earlier in the chat and the teams that would likely to be the busiest at the auction table the ones that have the most money to spend now the highest is kings 11 sorry punjab kings i've got to stop saying that uh the highest is punjab kings with a max massive 53 crores to spend um and they are usually the busiest at the auctions but they always find themselves short they are lacking with players with certain skills um but they have released nine players this time including glen maxwell the australian batsman uh what would they be looking for uh like you said couldn't have summed it up better i think uh tanishka one point they should be looking at is obviously the all-rounders so possibly i i feel i won't be surprised if uh, they go all out for someone like shakib alhasan shakib remember missed the last years of ipl due to the suspension that he was serving so not just punjab but a couple of other teams would be eyeing shakib he might he might be one of their great picks and the other thing we should also be uh, conscious about is they don't have an off spinner right now okay so and anil kumble uh, being anil kumble and harbhajan singh and anil kumble sharing such a great bond and harbhajan singh trying his luck for one last time all we should always remember this veterans like harbhajan singh no they don't enter ipl auction for being unsold most of them have had a some sort of an adjustment or an understanding with one team who will buy them at base price at the end of the auction and i won't be surprised if anil kumble the coach of punjab kings gives a farewell gift to harbhajan singh his <laughs> long time associate in india colors and to add to that none of the punjab management is going to object to it because harbhajan obviously lends the local flavor to the franchise right 
Now, an- another team that, you know, always gets cricket fans talking is RCB. Uh, you mentioned them earlier and now they have a purse of 35 crores. And we talked about the fact that they released a lot of players, um, eight players. I'm not including those who have retired or pulled out. Now, it might sound surprising for a team that had a fairly decent season last year, better than what they usually do. Um, you're saying that maybe they released those players, keeping in mind the conditions that they're likely to face. But were there any big surprises in the players that they released? Yes and no. Chris Morris possibly. I have a feeling that uh, Chris Morris has been released for a sort of price correction. Okay, they bought him yes. way too, uh, way too at a price way too high last time around. So I have a feeling they'll try and get him at a cheaper rate. But that is one of the risks that every team enters while entering an auction, right? The other surprise possibly is uh, Shivam Dubey, but I feel uh, it's a bit of both. They haven't been able to use Shivam Dubey as well as he should have. And he hasn't delivered whenever he has been given opportunities. Okay. And uh, the other point is uh, entering the auction table, A.B. De Villiers has too much of his platter, right? He has been the designated finisher. He has been the designated uh, uh, man to resurrect the innings should Virat Kohli fall early. And he has been the designated wicketkeeper last time around. That is why they should have a hard-hitting all-rounder at their disposal. Something that Shivam Dubey was ideal for. But now that he is not around, they just have Washington Sundar and Daniel Sams, who has been brought in as traded in from Delhi uh, Capitals. So I think they will also have their eyes possibly uh, one on Chris Morris, two on Glenn Maxwell and three on Shakib Alasan. I won't be surprised. Now, moving on to Rajasthan Royals. Uh, underachievers in the IPL after winning the first season, they finished poorly last season in spite of having so many quality players. Uh, they have 38 crores to spend. So, there's a lot to play for as well. They have released Steve Smith. Now, uh, Sanju Samson is now their new captain. Um, who's on their radar, radar this time? I think they want a reliable overseas opener. Okay, Because we, we saw, like you said, they have released Smith. They have uh, traded Robin Uttapa to Chennai Super Kings. Right? And Yashasvi Jaiswal, the promising opener who they have showed faith in by retaining him, did not really come good last time around, which was a big uh, drawback for them. They just could not get a start with the bat. Okay? And if they choose to uh, open either with Joss Butler or Ben Stokes, they still need one more reliable opener. And that is where I feel someone like an Aaron Finch or a Alex Hales or Jason Roy, there are way to, or uh, one of these three might have a huge payday come tomorrow, courtesy Rajasthan Royals. I won't be surprised because they have this tendency of going big on overseas batsmen, uh, which I feel uh, they they might persist with. And the other option that they have to create is a backup uh, for Sanju Samson in terms of reliable Indian batsmen. And more importantly, Jofra Archer was the most valuable player last time around, but there is no uh, overseas backup uh, pace bowler. So, I think they'll also be looking at that. To add to that, they'll have to go for a couple of pacers since they have also released Varun Aran and Ankit Rajput. Moving on to the, the fourth team in focus right now is Chennai Super Kings. They have, uh, compared to the other three we talked about, they've got 20 crores to spend, relatively less. Now, this is a team that was anyway expected to see some changes with some with some players being offloaded. Shane Watson has retired and uh, Harbhajan Singh has been released. Now, Dhoni is still around. 
to keep his fans happy. But let's face it, we know he's not going to be around forever. Now, are CSK seriously thinking about some succession planning right at the top? I hope they are. But uh, looking at CSK over the last three, four seasons, I won't, uh, not three, four, only two, since they were suspended for two seasons prior to that. We should not forget. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll again uh, go into a short term plan. Okay. On one hand, they have a big Philip in Suresh Rana being available and they having retained Suresh Rana after whatever uh, uh, happened with Rana in the UAE. Okay. So uh, it's simple. Kedar Jadav has been uh, let go of, but they have brought in Robin Uttapa from uh, Rajasthan Royals. So again, Robin Uttapa yeah. fits into this MS Dhoni scheme of things perfectly, right? They have played together for a long time. He is a veteran. He, he is a veteran. He doesn't need to be uh, reminded of his responsibilities. And uh, someone like him can be handy in whatever role he is given. So I feel uh, Robin Uttapa will be a huge Philip, but the only overseas slot they have left is Shane Watson. And like you said, again, I'm coming back to that openers list that I just read out. It's going to be possibly one big payday for one of the overseas openers. Assuming Faf Duplessis does not come good or needs a break. Otherwise, in Faf Duplessis and Ruturaj Gaikwad, they have a, an opening combination sorted for this season at least. And as for the other slots, I think they have five Indian slots uh, open, but uh, I think they'll just try and invest in one or two youngsters and see how they come good. And I won't be surprised if our Sai Kishore gets more game time this time around. That's true. And just speaking of Faf, he's announced his retirement from Test cricket just a short while ago. So he will be fresh regardless. But uh, do you see CSK maybe gunning for Steve Smith for that one overseas slot? Possible. Quite possible. Because again, just like Robin Uthapa, Steve Smith is a perfect fit for MS Dhoni's scheme of things. And should MS Dhoni not be in action in the next rejig, Steve Smith presents them with a long-term captaincy option as well. And someone who has brand value as well. Mind you, we should not forget all these things when it comes to IPL. It's not just cricket. Of course. Amol, you followed the Syed Mushtaq Ali Trophy, uh, the domestic T20 competition that finished recently. Um who are some of the young, uncapped Indian players to look forward to who could bag IPL contracts tomorrow? Not necessarily young Kanishka, but there are some of these lesser known, I would say, to a larger public, uh, domestic cricketers, who I feel should be and could be in for a big moolah tomorrow. One of them is obviously Lukman Meriwala. He might just make yes. Meri tomorrow. A Baroda left-arm pacer and... He, he has the knack to uh, do, as in he has too many variations at his disposal. Uh, he is one of the top three wicket takers in the Mushtaq Ali Trophy history. I think second after Piyush Chawla. So, uh, and considering at least three teams do need a left arm pacer, I feel Lukman Marivala, if not uh, enters into bidding war as such, but I feel, I just hope that he gets a big paycheck. At least he'll be signed for sure. Someone, uh, one of Lukman Meriwala's uh, teammates, Vishnu Solanki, the wicketkeeper batsman, he might also be considered as a backup option by uh, more than one teams. And uh, someone who is a namesake of a former India captain, Azaruddin from Kerala. We all remember for his uh, swashbuckling 100 against Bombay. I'm sure 
most of our listeners would also remember uh, azaruddin came into limelight last month after his exploits in the mushtaq ali trophy i am sure uh, a lot of teams are looking at him as an investment and mind you this is a trivia to end with there is we might see a first cricketer from nagaland in the ipl come tomorrow there is a young 16 year old leg spinner you figure out how to pronounce his name we'll tell you after the auction but either okay. rajasthan royals or mumbai indians will at least snatch him at base price is what i am getting a feel there's also another very uh, well namesake doing the rounds uh, m sharukh khan from tamil nadu attacking lower order batsman uh, we saw him in the rishtakali trophy uh, do you think uh, csk or any other or maybe kkr uh, will <laughs> will probably gun for him uh, i'm sure i missed out on that name kanishka thanks for bringing it up sharukh khan in fact was unlucky he should have he should have got an ipl contract last time around somehow it did not happen and i would be surprised if he does not get an ipl contract this time around or possibly an eight figure ipl contract you will look forward to that um now we're moving on to some overseas picks uh, i mean apart from steve smith and shakib uh, as we mentioned earlier who are some of the other overseas players who can fetch it big tomorrow the guys who probably not got contracts before like you know new zealand's kyle jamison for instance has had a fantastic year yes but uh, whether whether the ipl franchise uh, make up their mind to try out someone who hasn't played ipl so far or like we said it could be a fantastic opportunity to just try out kyle jamison there is no harm in it to try him out for one season if it works out it, they can persist with him long term so that's that's a dilemma that they have to deal with the other uh, overseas back, as in you mentioned smith and uh, shakib Yeah. Glenn Maxwell has been an enigma when it comes to IPL, right? As in every year we write him off, thanks to his lack of uh, spectacular performance in IPL for the last few seasons, and every year he bags a huge contract. And I won't be surprised if the same is repeated tomorrow. Personally, I just feel it doesn't happen. But I think Glenn Maxwell, uh, with with the with the aura of being Glenn Maxwell in T20s. will again be in the news it will again be in the top 5 picks no one uh, skill set uh, that some teams tend to lack while is going at the, going through the list is the lack of off spinners like a lot of teams tend to go for leg spinners and wrist spinners in t20 cricket but um, do you think that some teams will be looking to fill some gaps get some off spinner like gautam from karnataka who played for kings 11 i think last time um uh, there's also mohammad nabi the afghanistan off spinner who was with srh but who was not released by the franchise this time uh he got no game time last year so it's kind of unfortunate to see a player with that skill set you know not uh, not getting a game uh we hope he will this time though but um, do you think off spinners are probably underrated in this format here uh kind of because uh, there's this uh, growing feeling that once you get to the pitch of the ball to an off spinner you can just hoik him into the stands but like you said gautam and moin ali you missed out on he is back in the auction free and i won't be surprised if either of them uh, again earns an eight figure package and sorry kanishka when we were discussing openers earlier don't forget david malan the number one ranked england batsman oh, yes. he has entered the auction free for the first time and since rajasthan royals and chennai super kings 
definitely need an overseas opener uh either of them would eventually go big on him is what i feel well amol we've had covered quite a few uh, points here very useful points we look at to tomorrow um that would be all for the discussion for today um of course amol will be tracking the uh, auctions tomorrow as as for the rest of us thank you so much amol for joining us again on this podcast it was a pleasure having you always a pleasure thank you In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.